0: Once we do that, once we slow down and notice the room, key point number two is this. We must humble ourselves as an act of worship before we see the activity of God. We have to humble ourselves as an act of worship before we see the activity of God. Let's look at verses 9 and 10 again. Verse 9, and in a window sat a certain young man named Eutychus who was sinking into a deep sleep. He was overcome by sleep. And as Paul continued speaking, he fell down from the third story and was taken up dead. But Paul went down, fell on him, and embracing him said, Do not trouble yourselves for his life is in him. Now let's pause there for a moment. Um, Some translations kind of make it uh, difficult to see an Old Testament parallel. Uh, However, consider this. This is the 10th and final time within the scriptures that we see someone raised from the dead. Ten times in scripture, someone dies and is raised from the dead. This is the tenth one. This is the last one. And it parallels some of the Old Testament occasions. Paul's physical body is laid out over top of Eutychus in the same way that we're going to see Elijah and Elisha perform this exact same miracle. Now, what do I mean by that? Um, If you you imagine, you know, imagine if if they'd laid Eutychus out, you know, just kind of on his back, had his hands, out to the side like this, and he's just laying flat on the ground, face up. And the Apostle Paul comes down, and it, it says he, f- he, he fell on him. It's not like he tripped, you know, and, uh, and fell on him. He, he It means that he was on him. The language here, again, it, it's interesting. He is on him, face down, hand to hand, arm to arm, face to face. I mean, like, right on top of him. And he's praying out. And we're going to explain why that physical uh, body position is important. And we're going to look at it here in just a moment. But I want you to hear... Uh, some of the examples of this, because Paul is doing the exact same thing as Elijah and Elisha. Elijah is found in First Kings chapter seventeen, verse twenty-one through twenty-four. It says that he, Elijah, stretched himself out on the child three times, and cried out to the Lord and said, "O oh Lord, my God, I pray, let this child's soul be- come back to him." Then the Lord heard the voice of Elijah. And the soul of the child came back to him, and he revived. And Elijah took the child and brought him down from the upper room into the house and gave him to his mother. And Elijah said, See, your son lives. Then the woman said to Elijah, Now by this I know that you are a man of God and that the word of the Lord in your mouth is the truth. Now, what do we see happening here? the miracle, the, the purpose of the miracle was to do what? To verify the message that was proclaimed. So Elijah had a message to proclaim, and this miracle verified that. Now I know that the things that you're saying are absolute truth. I think the same thing has happened with Elijah. The same thing happens with Paul. The message is being verified by, look, now you know that this is true. Now, This does not happen without humility. It doesn't happen without the humility of Elijah. It doesn't happen without the humility of Paul. Both were humble in their approach, and both were humble in their obedience to God. Now, Elisha does the exact same posture. We find this one in 2 Kings. 2 Kings chapter 4, uh, verse 34 and 35. And he, this is Elisha, went up and lay on the child... Mouth on his mouth, eyes to his eyes, hands to his hands. He stretched himself out on the child, and the flesh of the child became warm. He returned and walked back and forth in the house, and again went up and stretched himself himself out on him. Then the child sneezed seven times, and the child opened his eyes. So what do we see with Paul? Paul does the exact same thing. Now, I wish in our translations, that, it, but the language doesn't quite allow for it, but the, 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 the wording there is saying he's following the same model. He's following the same model as Elijah and Elisha. He's doing the exact same thing. So the posture that Elijah, Elisha, and Paul, each one of them expressed, that posture of lay, laying out flat, face down, is called prostrate. It's called prostrate. It literally means to lay flat, face down, arms stretched out to the ground. The difference is here, they're doing it on top of another person who is lifeless, and they're doing it with humility and prayer to bring life back into the child in all three cases. Psalm 95 verse 6 says this. It says, Oh, come, let us worship and bow down, that's the word, it's the Hebrew, the Hebrew word, it's kara, K-A-R-A, it's bow down. And the, the word translated here is bow down is literally to lay flat on the ground, arms stretched out, face down. That's the idea. Let us kneel before the Lord, our maker. So, in other words, Psalm, Psalm 95, 6 could be translated this way, O come, let us worship and worship and worship before the lord our maker because all of those words all three even though they're different postures all three words are translated ultimately as the word worship so kara k-a-r-a translated as bow down it's a physical physical expression of unworthiness and strong petition so when you're in that position when you're laid out flat before the lord and you're flat on the ground, your face is in the ground, face down, your arms are flat out, and you're saying, God, I'm not even worthy to stand, I'm not even worthy to kneel, I am only worthy to just come as a worm, flat on the ground, face down, not even worthy to look up at you, Lord, it is, it, and it comes with, but I have something on my heart that is so important. That I come to you with the utmost uh, physical expression of humility that I can can express and say, but far be it from me to ask you of something because I am so unworthy. Elijah, Elisha, and Paul all did what? Laid out prostrate before the Lord. Say, God, I come to you with all the humility that I can muster. Because, God, this child needs to live. And he cries out, says, Lord, hear my prayer. Hear me. Hear me. Now, if we're not careful, we can rush through that passage, and we just think that Paul went down and picked him up and hugged him and said, oh, you're going to be okay. The, the child, Eutychus, died. Paul goes down in humility prostrate before the Lord and cries out and says, God, we are unworthy to ask you of anything. But this is extremely important, Lord. And the Lord heard his prayer. We see this this same idea found throughout Scripture of being just flat out before the Lord. Joshua, in Joshua 7, listen to this. Joshua fell to the earth on his face before the ark of the Lord until evening because of his desire to win the battle. By the way, when Jesus healed the ten lepers, and only one returned to give thanks, did you know that the one returned, listen to this, fell down on his face at Jesus' feet, giving him thanks. He didn't just go back and say, hey, thanks, appreciate the you know, healing me from leprosy. No, he went back and gave a prostrate expression, I am unworthy to even be near you, and laid out flat hands down face down to the ground and said thank you lord thank you for healing me of leprosy so what do we do with all of that you want to see the activity of god you want to see god do something incredible we first need to do what slow down slow down because we're going to miss the main attraction if we don't slow down and stop and see what's going on and observe the room but not only do we need to do that we must humble ourselves before the lord just as paul did we have to humble ourselves before the lord